Hey y'all, this is Mallory Irvin and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best. And that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to do a podcast today that is a little bit of a different format. Obviously, the brand and the podcast, everything is titled this Living Fully kind of mantra of the brand. And today, I just wanted to kind of do a deep dive into what are like 10 easy steps that I feel like I've used, that I currently use, that I suggest to other people when you feel like any part of your life is just like in that rut and you're not living your life fully. I actually have on my website, I put together this, it's like a printable document. And I said, I just want to put together 10 steps. And it's kind of like a tool for people to use when assessing their own life. Because I always say, anytime you want to move your life forward or relationship forward or a dream or a goal forward, you really have to make an assessment of your life currently. So this kind of helped me back when I was making a lot of assessments of my own life and still when I feel like I get in a rut with something, these are some of the things that I revisit. So it's going to kind of be in a little bit of a list format and there are about 10 tips here. I would like to thank today's sponsor, Smart Cups. We talked about this on the last podcast, but Smart Cups are something that are an absolute must in our household. And you guys will hear a little bit more about them in the middle of the podcast, but you can go to smartcups.com and use the code Mallory20 to get the best energy drinks you have ever drank in your entire life. So let's get started with number one. When you're talking about living and you're talking about your life, a lot of times, I want you to actually think, if you're listening to this, whether you're in your car, whether you're getting ready for work, whether you're in mass chaos with your kids, when you think of living fully, do you think of today or do you think of the future? That is pretty telling. So there are times in my life where if I thought, okay, what does it really mean to live fully I would think of my how, myself in a certain house with a certain spouse with like these kids and this job and all of these things. When I would close my eyes and think of that, I was not thinking of today. And a big part of this message in this brand and my message to all of you having been through all of these things is you got to be thinking about today. So that's kind of the first step, I feel like, and the first adjustment that I made when I was like radically transforming my life. I, I said, you know, it might not be the year for that house, and, and Lord knows when I'm going to meet the spouse of my dreams and when and if I'll have children and, you know, what my career holds for me. So I've got to find it in today because those things are not guaranteed. And if you force those things, it's going to make your life a lot worse. So really think back to what whenever I just said that, when you think of living fully, are you thinking about today or are you thinking about the future? So that's the first piece kind of of the 10 steps to living fully is finding joy in today. 
Don't live for the future. When you retire, when you get married, when you buy a house, when you go on vacation, you will miss your life doing this. I talked about this a lot in the podcast that I did with my dad. He, he says, don't defer your happiness. There are so many different ways to say this, but very simply, find joy in today. So on the PDF, the questions like that I have that I, that I asked myself and that I always, you know, suggest that people ask themselves is, what do you love about your life today? Like really think about that. What are the things that you love about your life currently, like right now today? Maybe you're not in the place that you want to be in 90% of your life, but there's got to be 10, 5, maybe 1% that you like. What are those things, you know? Get those out on a piece of paper. And then what do you want to see in your future? So that you can really like embrace those things and create and cultivate more of those things in your life that you love every day. So, you know, me in general, there are things that, every day on a daily basis, I love. And then there are things every day on a daily basis that I struggle with. Balancing motherhood and work, that's one of the things that I struggle with. And in the future, when I picture my life living fully and and all of those things, in the future, I always see like the most organized work, life, child, husband balance ever. However, what do I love in today? I love like the traditions that we've created in our family. Like every Friday night we go to this place, this Mexican restaurant that's like so divey and we like love it so much. And then every Saturday morning we go to get donuts. Just like waking Ford up in the morning is amazing. And by the time you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to have two babies because <laughs> I'm recording it literally on the eve of giving birth to my next one. I love the way that my husband and I are able to come together in, you know, conversation when things are hard. I love the platform that I've created. You know, really think about the things that you like today. Then really think about the things that you want in the future and keep those separate and really, really embrace those things that you love about today. So also like, you know, you want to think about if you're fulfilled in your life. Do you love your job? Are you generally happy? These are all things that I put down on that PDF that you guys can download for free. But those are things you really have to assess because you can't just jump onto the like living your life to the fullest train if you can't assess where your life is right now. So that's a really important one. And that's why I kind of talk about that one first. Yeah. So then next, you know, you hear this all the time. And don't you get kind of tired of it? (laughs) Every single like self-help anyone says every single successful person, every single billionaire, every single great mother, every single great of the great person, the common denominator is always, you can probably finish the sentence for me, gratitude. I can remember hearing that before I like really, really practiced it. I think I always lived like a very grateful life. I've always been a very grateful person. But like the conscious practice of gratitude, writing it down with a pen in a notebook or listing out a certain number or stating the things that you're grateful for out loud, it is truly transformative. And I don't want to keep, you know, beating this message into the ground because I know you've heard it a million times. But I will say I included that in my 10 ways to live fully because I think it's an absolute key to success. 
and making a gratitude list, even five things. You can do it in the notes on your phone. You can do it, you know, in a gratitude journal. You can just like think those things in your head if you want to, but I think getting them out on a piece of paper or like saying them aloud to a spouse or a friend is pretty amazing. So that one's pretty self-explanatory. So we'll go on to number three. Now, number three is a huge, huge part of my own journey with my own life. And you may hear this message and think, oh, it's not for me. But I want to challenge you to think outside the box. So number three is stop numbing. So in my instance, if you guys have listened to earlier podcasts, you know, my life was just kind of quote unquote perfect. Everything was going great. Long story short, after I achieved like massive amounts of success, when I was younger, I became a huge perfectionist and started numbing out with prescription medication and a host of other things. It almost took my life. It did destroy my life. And thank goodness I went on the path that I went on and I don't... I would not trade those, you know, few years of of numbing for anything because they really brought me to where I am today. Now, some people will spend their entire lives numbing and not even know. We live in a culture, I've talked about this before, where it's really normal. It's really normal to, and especially like in America, everybody's just work, 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 work. You're so burned out. And by the time Friday night hits, all you want to do is like watch Netflix the entire weekend and and go out and like you don't even remember the weekend. There's nothing wrong with things like this in moderation and enjoying your life is one of the pillars of my platform. So don't confuse the numbing with, oh my gosh, I can't do anything. Is she really telling me that? No. It's the whole like numbing out anything, any uneasy feeling that you feel, any angst you feel about a relationship or how you're present as a parent or not loving the the job that you're in or the role that you have within your company, you know, it's just, it could also be called avoidance or, you know, ignoring those things. And I'm here to tell you 100%, even if you don't get to the level that I did with it, it will absolutely prevent you from living your life to the fullest more than anything will. And I think it's a huge part of, like we were talking in the very beginning, of you must assess your life. You have to look at your life and you have to think, are there things that I'm not really facing? And is my health or the amount that I'm eating or or drinking or the people that I'm spending time with, you know, are these things preventing me from truly like feeling the depths of my emotions, truly feeling like the direction I need to go in all these things? I just really, really encourage you to explore that. And like I said, there are a host of different things that you can use. And I encourage you to like list out how do you, when you feel super sad or super stressed, what do you do? What are the negative things that you do or the things that you do in excess? And just take a look at those. And then you can start thinking of like, what are the positive things that you could add into the place of those things. You know, I had to learn those positive things. I had to, like you guys probably listening to this, it's like, no, you can't, you're not going to stop watching Netflix forever. Maybe you don't have to stop drinking. But like, you know, for me, I had to stop things completely. And so I had to think, what is the thing that I can use now to take the place of this thing that was playing such a dominant role in my life? And it changed my life for the better. 
for you, if you are using something, and maybe you're not, but if you are one of those people that this point resonates with you, I just encourage you to list those things out and then think of, you know, positive things that can take their place and really write them down. I think a lot of people listen to podcasts and listen to a lot of motivational speakers and YouTube videos and they read books and they they read things and like such a light bulb goes off. But the nature of the human brain, we forget everything. So write it down and like really, really try and make it a part of your life because it will really like open you up to so much when you take that numbness out of your life. Point number four. I think I said this actually on my last podcast, but I'm going to talk about it again because it is so important. Surround yourself with people you want to be like. Surround yourself with people you want to be like. I can't say it enough because it's so important. One of the things that I've included in my 10 as well, people can suck the living daylights out of you. Whether it is a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend or a friend or an in-law or a parent or a colleague, people can truly affect your day-to-day in such a deep, impactful way for the positive or the negative. And I want you to really think about this because I think a lot of people, I did for a long time, you live your life just, you accept the people that like come into your life as, okay, these are my friends. These are my people. I'm going to hang out with them. Do you share something with them sometimes that you like, you need, you just need a shoulder or you just need a friend and you just leave that conversation feeling worse. And do you continue to go back to that person and share things that maybe you're being vulnerable about or share things that you're struggling with in your life or things that you want to improve upon? And either they laugh it off or they say, you know, oh, everything's fine. Or they act like the relationship that you're in is clearly not great for you. It's fine because maybe they don't have a relationship themselves and they don't really want to see you in a good one either. I hate to think that... People aren't out for the good of people all the time. But you and I both know that this world is full of all different people. And our lives are full of opportunities to make a choice. So it's something I didn't really think about until later in my life. Like I said, people would come into my life and and they were great. And, you know, when you're young, you're, you're not necessarily like, I don't feel like until I was like older in life, I wasn't really like having these vulnerable conversations and getting really deep and intentional. I was just kind of like living and my friends were awesome. And obviously like if there was someone that didn't make me feel great, I just had this, you know, whole host of other friends and everything was fine. In your like middle years and your adulthood though, I feel like you have to get really intentional about choosing the people that are there to support you on the journey because like motherhood and marriage and aging and and just and finding the right career these things are hard and you need a community and you need a community of people that are there for you and that can support you i i talk about it all the time but in my own life especially like lately in the last probably like 10 years there are people that have come into my life that have been such a positive influence on my life that it literally changed the trajectory of my life. And this also goes for relationships as well, for romantic relationships. You know, 
a lot of people, especially like in your 20s, because I've been like this too, you think you just have to be with someone. And as long as that relationship is going okay and it's not necessarily bad, that it's fine to stay in it. But, you know, I would, as a person that was always in a relationship, I'm, I'm probably like preaching to the choir and, and I didn't necessarily live my own message a lot of times, but I truly believe that unless a person is truly like lifting you up and making you a better person, that relationship is not worth it. You need to focus on the relationship with yourself. So really like assess those people that are in your life. And sometimes it's hard like when they're family and they're people that you're around on a daily basis. Sometimes it's a really tough thing to assess that relationship and to realize it might not be one that's the greatest for you. And it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, well, bye, I cut it off. You know, I talked about this in the friendship episode too. It just means that you share those vulnerable moments and you share those times where you really need support in your life with other people and people that really make you feel good about yourself. And always go to the people in your life that that model the life that you want. If you're in-law you don't like how they raised a child, why are you going to your in-law for advice on how to mother someone? If your best friend growing up in all through high school has been through three marriages, why are you going to them for relationship advice in, in your own, you know? Think of the people that really exemplify the things that you want in your life and go to them on those subjects. Once again, I would like to touch on today's sponsor. So like I said, when we started this podcast, I wanted to keep this free for everyone. And I got probably 25 sponsorship offers right off the bat. We decided to do 13 episodes without a sponsor so that I could make sure that when I chose a sponsor to bring on, it was something that I was really passionate about. It's important to me. This is my most beloved platform. So as you guys can see, if you watch my Instagram and Kyle's Instagram, we are a huge fan of these drinks called Smart Cups. They basically are like zero calories, zero carbs, energy drinks. I don't crash. I still have yet to crash off of one. It's the most amazing energy. They taste great. We take them in our bags when we go on vacation. We take, we literally like don't leave home without them. We truly love them that much. We buy them that often. We have to keep them stocked in our house. We really, really love them. So you can use the code Mallory20. And you can try them out. My favorites are Poker Up Brain Boost I really like. I really like the margarita one. Kyle likes the coffee one. There are so many different ones. And basically all you do is pour water into them and they turn into the most amazing energy drink. I get messages every single day on Instagram being like, oh my gosh, I didn't know if this was going to be one of those products, but like this is amazing. And now I can't live without them either. So I'm just encouraging you to try them out. And I want to thank them so much for sponsoring today's episode. They truly helped me in my own life to be a better version of myself because sometimes you just need energy. (laughs) And also I usually, you know, don't always know like the faces of the people behind the brands, but I adore the founders of this brand. Chris and Owen are their names and they've become dear friends of mine. And I always love supporting a brand of, you know, good people. So head to MalloryIrvin.com and you can go to the show notes for this episode and you can see where the link is, or you can just go to smartcups.com and enter in the code Mallory20 if you want a discount. So on to number five. I have talked about this also. This is a theme through a lot of my content as well, but it's a very, very powerful one and one that's been really powerful in my life lately. The whole change your state. 
mentality. So I originally heard this in several different versions, but I, I heard the change your state thing whenever I was at a Tony Robbins seminar. And he was talking about how like, you know, people ask him all the time, how are you so motivated and happy? And how do you have all of this energy to do all that you do? And especially in this space, you're giving and giving and giving. And he said, it's really simple. I changed my state. I've gotten really, really good at changing my state. And he says it only takes him about 30 seconds to change his state. And he's happy like 95% of the time. And I thought this was really fascinating because he talks about how life, you know, comes at you and it happens to you. Circumstances, events, people are always coming at you. Days come at you, good things and bad things. And the state that you are in, if you are a super annoyed person, when that thing that life throws at you comes at you, you are going to react to that. And what you choose to do is going to be totally different as a super annoyed person than if you are in a state of like bliss and gratitude. Like I'm so grateful for my family and I love my life so much. Whether that's a good or a bad thing that life throws at you, it's going to be a totally different reaction and then a totally different outcome. And I started thinking about that because you know, I've been through so many phases of my life where I was in like totally different states. You know, I was in a state where I was just, gosh, I don't even like know the word for it. Just, I was like a shell of a person. I wasn't even existing. I almost was like detached completely from my emotions. So when something good or something bad would come at me, hey, I would just like numb it all out. But I would just react like not excited, not grateful, not I just wasn't excited about my life anymore. And those, th those same things can happen to me like now in a totally different state. And it's a totally different life. Because how you react to those things, that creates your life. Those moments-to-moment -moment things, I mean, those are the building blocks of your life. And then you got to think, too, like when you're setting an example for people around you. Say you have young children or you have a significant other or something that's around you, too. Your state can truly change their state as well and can elevate your entire family. Now, there's a word that, like, they throw around in therapy all the time called codependency. And that's basically where, in order for me to be happy, you got to be happy. <laughs> and that's something that I suffered for for years and years. And it's not to say that. It's not to say your entire family's happiness and well-being relies on your state. But I will say it makes a really, really positive impact on the people around you and in your own life. So, you know, you really just have to, I think, I, I lately, like, especially the end of my pregnancy, I've really, really, really struggled with huge discomfort, with really bad diabetes, with like the option of do, do we deliver now and there's this risk, or do we wait and then there's this risk, and just like wanting to work probably too much for being in the end of my pregnancy, and a lot of people were fighting back with me, and my state was just not great. And every single thing that happened, like whether it was good or whether it was bad, it was from this like super like heightened sense of, I got to get all these things done, because then if we don't get these things done, this is going to happen. And so many times I had to try and change my state, and it was a real challenge for me because I was really in like a state rut. And... I mean, you know, here I am, a person that's been through a whole heck of a lot of therapy and self-help, everything, and I still can get in, in those ruts. So 
it's a really, really important thing. It's something that I've really been focusing on lately, and I think it's something that can totally change your life. And it can really help you, like, live your life to the fullest. So, you know, if you guys do download that PDF, I think on there it says, like, you know, what state have I been reacting from lately? So, you know, me in my own case, it's been this sense of, like, scarcity. There's not enough time. So we've got to do all these things. Now, every once in a while, I was, like, able to change my state to this is our last week as a family of three. I adore this precious child that I already have. This work stuff is not as important. How can I focus on my child? And my days were like night and day different. So I just know from my own experience that this is a really, really powerful one. And one that I suggest you guys take a look at. You also kind of like have to look at patterns, I think, with this one. So I always use the example of like, say you're in a relationship, you know, Kyle and I did that relationship podcast and you guys know we've been through like major ups and downs whenever we were first dating. And I used to react from like an old pattern or he would do that too. Like say there was something that your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend did in the past. This wasn't our case, but like say it was cheating or infidelity and say for five years, it's been totally fine. I'm not condoning cheating or infidelity, but, you know, I, I'm just using that as an example. And say there has been absolute, like, perfection. Say it happened in the first month that you were dating, but, like, you can't forget about it. And you drag it five years down the road. If they're gone a little bit too long, you react from an old pattern and you automatically go back to that. Even though there's been no incense or proof of that in the last five years, you still react from that old pattern. You just have to look at what the current reality is. What is my current reality? I have to like do that reality check a lot of times when I'm reacting out of an old pattern and you know, an old pattern even of like scarcity. Like I was just talking about like, oh my gosh, why I just gotta work all the time. That's an old pattern. I think I used to like run myself ragged and into the ground and be such a perfectionist thinking I had to top the last thing that I did all the time. It's an old pattern. I was reacting about it. What was, what's my current reality? We have enough. Everything is great. Everything is fine. And honestly, all of these brands that I'm working with and these pieces of content that I want to create can be created after. So that one's a really important one and one that I think was important to mention on this podcast. Number six. This is an easy one. And it's one that you've heard before, but it's one that I continue to mention because it's like that gut reality check. You only have one life. I say this over and over. I think about this every single day. I live from this state of remembering that. Because if you look back on your life, can you remember when years just passed you by? Because you were just trying to make it through. And there are absolutely those times in our life that are mass chaos, especially if you have young children. But you have to find contentment. You have to find peace. You have to, you have to find a way to embrace your life during those times or your life will pass you by. You literally only have one. That's why the number one thing that I talked about, like finding joy in today, is so important. Because if you're sitting there at 75 and you're like, you know, there's no time like today. If you are sitting there at 75 and you're listening to this podcast, I appreciate you for listening to this podcast, but did you miss out on so many years of your life? You might have, 
putting other things above your your family or just working too long and, and too hard or, you know, whatever those things were. And that's why I always want this podcast to be a bit of like a wake-up call and why I mention that all the time and why I really think about that. So when I get up in the morning, I think about that. And when I'm wasting a day away worrying or like working too much, I think about that. And it really just brings me back to base camp. And I think they say there are like 4,700 weeks in your life. So I, I said this in the PDF too. If you're counting down the days till vacation and there's like 120 or like you're counting down the days until like your whole 30 is over or until your child goes back to school after the summer, it's, it, it can become a pattern and it can easily steal your days. And I do not want your days to be stolen because I had a lot of days stolen. So assess that and think about that and think about like how are you living this week? How are you really living this week? Or are you like waiting for that weekend to get here? Are you waiting for Friday? Because that's the pattern that people get stuck in that they don't even realize. And that is how you, you don't remember that phrase, that you only have one life. Number seven, you know, I do a lot of manifesting and I do a lot of, I do think about myself in different points in my life a lot. And manifesting is something that sounds super like hippie to be out there in the outer space, but it is something that is so real and so powerful. And I talk about it a lot. You know, they talk about it in the Bible. They talk about it in self-help books. They talk about it in like universe language. It is such a universal thing. And it is something that if you are not doing something where you're visualizing or manifesting or imagining yourself very specifically with the things that you want, you are not utilizing a really amazing tool. So I think that a lot of people think about themselves like in their best state. So, so imagine yourself in your best state. I used to, when I was trying to imagine myself in my best state, it's like, oh, a thinner version of myself or super fit or something else that's like kind of superficial. I, I used to imagine myself like that was my best state. That I have learned is, is so, you're, you're selling yourself short. Because have you ever been like in the thinnest that you've ever been in your life or look the best that you've ever had in your life? It's all an inside job. Did you feel like completely happy? No. A lot of the times, no. Maybe you did because there was some circumstance around it, like your wedding day or something like that that made you happy. But it's all tied to emotion. It's all tied to like self-satisfaction and the human being that you are. So I think of, when I imagine myself in the best state, I think of like a person that I admire the most. Like that person, I always use the term salt of the earth, that is everything that you aspire to be. That is like the person, when people are talking about you after you die, these are the words that you want them to say about you are the words that you think about this person. Or like when your child goes off to college, how they describe their mother to their college roommate. Like, these are like those traits and characteristics that make up you as a human being. And I think of my grandpa. So his name is Bud Irvin and it's my dad's dad. And he has every single quality that I aspire to have. And his spirit is so vibrant and he's so salt of the earth and he's overcome so much. And he's just amazing. He laughs all the time. He's 
the most amazing like pillar of our family and that is how like I want to imagine myself which is so funny that like my best state has changed from like looking great in a bathing suit on a beach somewhere to like my grandpa literally but I, it, it's really altered that and it really alters like my day-to-day because I, I imagine that, I picture that at the end of my life, like I want people to say those things about me and it affects how I live my my every day because I talk about like, you know, leaving a legacy and leaving a really real legacy and I say living my life, I try to live my life in legacy mode. So I think of those things that I want to leave and I really, really want to be this really dynamic, amazing mother. So whenever I wake up in the morning and I'm stretched too thin and I'm working all the time and I'm a scattered chicken with my head cut off, that's not living the legacy that I want to. So I imagine myself in a better state and I imagine those things that those people will say about me at the end of my life and it really sets that day in a different direction. So I, I challenge you then to when you're trying to think of like, what is that state for me? I want you to imagine that person that you admire the most and think of those things that you love the most about them. And then think of like the quality that they have that you love about them that is most like one that's within you. And just start with one and really try and build on that. You know, my grandpa, he's just, he just laughs all the time. He's smiling, he's laughing all the time. I love that about about him. And I, I too am like a an upbeat person that laughs a lot and I think about that a lot and I think about how it affects me so deeply when I have so much weighing on my mind and I can't be present with people or when I won't put my phone down when six people are sitting on my sectional at my house. I can't connect and I can't like do those things like that. So it it really can help you like in your day to day. It can really help you to make choices that you can you can live more like that, that you can live in a better state, that you can live out your legacy. Number eight, I love it that I'm talking about number eight, that I actually have my own podcast now because I used to always just talk about other people's podcasts, which I still listen to more than I do my own. Consume one piece of motivation or inspiration every single day. So I think that it can be totally transformative and life-changing when you start to regularly listen to things that puts you in a different state in the morning. So podcasts are so great and easy. And now there are so many different great ones. I talk about my favorites all the time, but list out your favorites. And instead of talking on the phone or texting or listening to the radio or just aimlessly driving, fretting about what you're going to find once you get to work, on your way to work or to drop your kids off or whatever, why not listen to something like that? It will change your life it will change your whole life. And I just encourage you to think of the ones, you know, think of the people that motivate you the most. Maybe you've seen someone on the Today Show or you've read a book by a person and just scour the internet. I guarantee you they have some sort of audio or video or everybody that's out there now, they have all of these different pieces of content that you can consume. And I'm sure that there's something out there for you. So just make that effort. And there might be pieces that really connect with you. And then there might be pieces that don't. But I just encourage you to try and do that every single day, every single morning. You know, I really like to do it in the morning because it sets the tone for the day. But I really, truly believe it will change your life. Okay, now on to number nine. I just talked about it a little bit, so I'll briefly touch on it. But try manifesting things. 
try doing vision boards or mantras or really picturing yourself with the things that you want to have. The book that really is the most like basic, easy one that everybody in the world has read, but I probably have read it 450 times, is that Rhonda Byrne book, The Secret, or like The Magic, or The Power. Now she's got so many of them out there. I listen to it on Audible all the time, and it taught me about this again. I think I've always done a version of manifesting my whole life, but I never really put a name to it and never really intentionally did it. You better believe I look at a vision board every morning, and I manifest Everything on that vision board at the end of the year, I would say 95% of the things I put up there and the 5% that I don't manifest, I can totally see why they didn't happen because they weren't meant to happen. And it's such a powerful tool. And if you're not using it, it's like free magic. It's free magic that you're not even using. It's the whole like ask and you shall receive. Like, you know, really think of what are those specific things that I want in my life. And it's, it's very powerful. And then lastly, you know, on this whole journey of like, of living fully and just of living your life as a human being existing in the world, I think a lot of people forget that they have the power to change their lives so drastically that it's like totally mind boggling. We touched on this a little bit in the episode with Sean Johnson that I did. My best friend has done, you know, the Olympics and all these amazing things. And she always says, I think anyone can be the CEO of Google. I think anyone can be an Olympic athlete. It's the power of your mind. And it's the power of your choices. And you truly have the power if you, like, buckle down and assess your life and make the radical changes you can live a whole different life. And like I said, you've only got this one. (laughs) So if you're wasting it away or if you're like, it's going to be too hard, you know what's going to be too hard is getting to the end of your life and it doesn't look like you wanted it to look. So I just encourage you to really think about that. And I encourage you to think about those stories like the Oprah Winfrey's and the people that have like overcome the most devastating blows that life has given them and created the most amazing life and, like, platform for other people to live their lives. It's truly amazing. And it's something that, like, even it's hard for me to remember because we just get so caught up in, like, living the day-to-day. And it's so easy just to exist in the world and just to be fine. And fine, I I say this a lot, is the worst of the four-letter words. (laughs) It's almost like it's better to hit rock bottom sometimes than to just be fine because a lot of those people that are just fine, they waste their whole lives away. And you truly have the power, even if you feel like a twinge of, you know what, I got an extra 20% in me that I'm leaving on the table that I feel like I could be utilizing, that I can make my life really, really great, then that's speaking to you for a reason. And I really encourage you to dive in and keep thinking about that because it is, it's truly powerful, like making these changes and and transforming your life. You know what? I'm sure you've seen like people say all the time, like, oh my gosh, I changed my diet and I started exercising and listening to podcasts and it changed my life. You've seen how like steps in your life have radically changed the way that you exist in the everyday world. So I want you to think back on these 10 things that we've talked about in the podcast today 
And I want you to think about what's the first step. Which one of these things resonated with you the most? Was it this the changing your state? Was it the manifesting? Was it the gratitude list? Was it the, oh, I have to assess my life today. I was thinking about the future. Which one of these things was it that hit home for you? And how will you take that first step to living fully in your own life? So if you guys want to download, you can go to my website, MalloryIrvin.com. And you can just, you'll see it right there on the homepage. And you just enter your email address in there, and then they'll just send it right to you. It's free. You can download it, and you can write in. I actually use it myself, even though I was the person that created it. (laughs) And it's really an amazing tool. All of these individual 10 steps that I take, they're not all, like, from my own mind. They're things that I've, like, learned throughout the years. And I encourage you guys to do the same. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. and. I just greatly appreciate you guys and all of your constant support and all of your striving towards living your life to the fullest. I would not have this podcast if it weren't for you. So thank you guys so much for listening and see you next time. Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube. Start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.